Hello. Hello and welcome to Tipsy Knits, a podcast dedicated to everyone's favourite hobbies, knitting and drinking. Welcome to our very first episode. Um, so who are we? Who yeah. are you? So I'm Pip, I'm originally from Belfast as I'm sure you can all tell uh, and now I live in Glasgow. I graduated to Glasgow University a couple of years ago with a degree in geography and since moved on to work in the most luxurious profession of all, call centering. And you? Hello, I'm Sia. I'm from Yorkshire. Like Pip, I'm also in Glasgow, because otherwise we would not be recording this podcast together. Mm. I'm also really intelligent, um, <laughs> and I'm a PhD student at the University of Glasgow, and I'm studying comic books, and that's totally a legit thing. Excellent. So that's us, and if you're still listening... Welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> so firstly, what we're going to do uh, is we're going to tell you about what drinks that we have in our hands right now. So Sia brought up the brilliant idea of having like a sensible drink every week and then something crazy and trashy. So that's what we're doing. Yep, so Pip, you've got the sensible drink. What's your sensible drink? My sensible drink is Copperbird with strawberry and lime. So it's I think it's a pear-based cider. Um, mm-hmm. Or no, this one is an apple-based one, sorry. Um, and it's got strawberry and lime in it. It is like the sweetest, most candiest tasting thing ever. Mm-hmm. And according to the label... Okay, that you've helpfully ripped off the bottle. Absolutely. Uh, Sweden's original cider brand, made in our family-owned brewery in Copperberg Town in the heart of the country. The juice of strawberries and lime are added to our apple cider to deliver an intense, fruity-tasting cider with an unmistakable strawberry aroma. We hope you enjoy this very special cider as much as we did making it for you. Skal! Cheers. I probably butchered the pronunciation of that. So, key questions. Does it have the aroma? Yes. And does it have whatever the heck they describe the taste as? Yes, it does indeed. So, marks out of five? Four or five. This is the one I drink most regularly. Okay. It's really sweet, but that's what I like. Okay. So, now on to the crazy drink. Being the classy child from Yorkshire that I am. Sorry, Mum and Dad. um, I've found a really nice section in Tesco's, which I like to call the trashy drink section. And whenever we do a podcast, I'm going to bring you the finest, I use the term loosely, selection from that little shelf on Tesco. So I have got a sickeningly pink drink called Breezer Spritzer. I've never heard of it. It's apparently mixed berry flavoured. And it's a sparkling drink with fruit wine and fruit flavours. Looking at the ingredients, I couldn't tell you what those fruits are. Um, But (laughs) I'm very excited. So... In honour of this being the inaugural podcast, I've not had a sip yet, so I'm about to do that. But we do have to mention that your first reaction upon smelling it was, oh god! Yeah, it kind of smells like a combination between elderflower cordial and toilet cleaner, so I have got high hopes for this, guys. So Absolutely. Here we go. So, this is a fizzy drink, right, guys? It is neither fizzy, nor does it actually taste of anything. Excellent. So I am actually rather disappointed and I think I'd like my three quid back. <laughs> oh dear. Um, however, as it's now here, I am going to drink the rest of it. Of course. You have to. That's how this works. We punish ourselves in the name of entertainment. Yeah. Excellent. So in terms of marks out of five, I'd give it a two out of five. I'd like to recommend it for something, but frankly I can't. So Maybe when we were both younger at heart <laughs> and we had nothing to do on a Saturday night other than get as drunk as we could yourself (laughs) Um, well i was going by friends experiences oh oh, absolutely yep totally Um, 
To be honest, I can't even imagine your average 18-year-old picking this up and taking it out. I think, to be honest, if, if you're going to drink nonsense, drink Lambrini. So a damning, damning response from Sia there. I'm disappointed. It doesn't, like... Let's hope they don't come after us for that one. Slander. Oh, no, a knitting podcast that's flagged off our drink. Oh, dear. We do. Well, we all know um, that us knitters are all hardcore drinkers. Yeah, I and mean, it says it's got several colourings in it, but the colour of it's really disappointing. Like, we'll try and put a picture on the blog once we have a blog set up, guys. But, yeah, Bacardi, you, you've disappointed me, guys. Like, nah, sadness. So, yeah, that's our, that's our drinks, guys. <laughs> well, on happier note, yep. why don't we move on to our whips? Okay, let's chat the whips. Do you want to go first? Um, absolutely. Um, I feel that as a disclaimer, we should probably say that although we are drinking at the moment as we record the podcast, we're not knitting yet. Um, there is a saying that friends don't let friends knit drunk. Whether or not we stick to that is another matter, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so in terms of my whip, I am currently knitting the Caribou Cardigan by Tin Can Knits. And I'm knitting it in a maroon coloured drops yarn and the big merino. And so far I've got the yoke. It's currently sitting on the floor by my feet. <laughs> um, a very clean floor. Yeah, it's a really nice pattern to knit. You start with the yoke, and then once you've done that, you pick up the stitches and knit upwards of the collar. And then you pick up the stitches on the other side and knit downwards, and it's really good fun. Um, I did the Lush cardigan this time last year, and it spoiled me for other cardigans, guys, seriously. Like, this construction is genius. So, yeah, that's what I'm knitting at the moment. What are you knitting, Pip? I am knitting an Age of Brass and Steam kerchief. Mm-hmm. I'm knitting it in uh, uh, Crazy Zarber Ball mm-hmm. in the colourway Frisha Fisher. Uh-huh. Now, I, I must say, I have coveted Crazy Zarber Balls for years, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately, I've never really had a chance to pick one up because I've always had other things to spend my yarn money on. Um, so, I was very excited that mm-hmm. on Saturday, when we were out at the Indieborough Yarn Crawl, which we'll talk about later, um, I was able to pick up a Crazy Zarber Ball in my favourite mm-hmm. colourway of it. Um, at Be Inspired Fibres. Uh, immediately upon re- getting home, I cast on the Age of Brass and Steam. It currently, it yeah, it's currently showing the stripes absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do an extra couple of sections because it is a fingering weight yarn and I'm doing it on 4.5 needles. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.5 mil needles. Um, but So I'll be able to get a lot more out of the yarn. Um, but I'm very just excited about it i mm-hmm. love it i can't wait to get it off the needles block it and wear uh-huh. it it's nice lovely so that's a happy review there then definitely so then that's the whips covered so it's probably a good idea now that as pip mentioned we chat to you guys about the indie yarn crawl which we were at at the weekend Excellent. um yeah pip was super super excited about that one so i think i'll let her mostly feel this one <laughs> um to say that pip had a really good day would be a bit of an understatement well um yeah. In terms of what happened, um, we met up at my flat with our good friend Amanda Collins. That's our print panda for those of you guys that follow her on RAV. Yay! Lovely, lovely Amanda. And we got the train across to Edinburgh, um, at which point we then went to a lovely little cafe around the corner from Ginger Twist called The Manor House. Um, Pip, you want to offer your thoughts on that one? Yeah, so it was just gorgeous. I looked at it and I was like, I want to eat everything in here. But we settled on uh, bacon and cheese croissant each. And I, of course, had to go with spirit and had a little iron brew with it. Um, it was just delicious. As I said to Sia when the croissants came out, they were the most croissant smelling things I've ever smelled. Yeah. Ever. They were beautiful. They so were absolutely perfect. Yeah. 
delicious. Exactly what yeah. we needed to start the day. Um, and as we were quite early, the yarn crawl started at 11. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to Manor House at about 10 o'clock. Yeah. We, well, I personally just knit watched. I was like, <laughs> oh, there's a lush walking past and there's a that and there's a this. I had my whip out because we were sitting outside because it was quite a warm day. It wasn't mm. sunny. It was, it was quite muggy. Gray. Um, Typical Edinburgh weather, really grey. Absolutely. Um, it was just cool enough to be wearing many layers of knitwear. So I had on my oils jumper and my boneyard shawl. Yes, we did. And I also had on my perching owl hat. Yes, um, which, design. Yes, which you can find on Ravelry. <laughs> so lots of people came up and were like, oh, is this, is this the yarn crawl? We're starting here. So it got quite crowded by about half past yeah. ten. There was a lot of people there. And it was just lovely. Lovely to meet some of the community. And uh, so at about 5 to 11, we got up and yeah. headed around to Ginger Twist Studio, which was literally about 50 metres around the corner. Yeah. And by the, time, yeah. by the time we got there... There was already a queue. There was a huge <laughs> queue. Couldn't get in. We had to wait about 5-10 minutes for enough people to yeah. come out before we could get in. It was worth it, though. It was absolutely worth it. So... Um, now, I've already been to Ginger Twist a couple of times. Um, I absolutely love it. I think Jess is fantastic, and I love all of her yarn. And whenever I go, I usually get enabled by both Jess and my friend Kirsten. Um, she's a designer and she's lovely as well. Um, they both usually enable me into buying a skein or two. So I think it's pretty safe to say that I'm sold on the lovely Ginger Twist. But what did you think, Pip, as a first-time shopper? Yes, as a first time at Ginger Twist, I loved it. Uh-huh. I just absolutely fell in love with it. From the moment I saw its little kind of turquoisey, greeny mm-hmm. um, arches in the window, and I just, I just loved it. I love the skeins hanging from the, the wall so you can get them Jess skeined up. Jess is hand dyed. They're stunning. Um, so I picked up the exclusive Indie Bar Yarn <laughs> Crawl 2015 colorway of the... Um, swell Youth Sock. Yes, the Swell Youth Sock, uh, which was a lovely kind of purple and silvery grey variegated uh, yeah. yarn uh, in the colorway Cantilever, um, which I probably didn't say right. Uh, inspired by the fourth bridge. Yep, um, and it goes along with a pattern that's been written by Stacey Allman, that's the uh, Java Pearl on Rav. Yeah. Um, the cantilever um, socks. Yes, which both of us should probably knit at some point. Yes. It's, it's, a, lovely, my, it's a lovely looking pattern. It's going to be my first foray into socks. Oh yes, that's going to knit socks. Um, so we got that pattern with the skein. I also picked up a beautiful skein of an ice blue called Tink. Um, and again, these, these skeins are 80% merino, yeah. superwash merino, and they're 20% nylon, and they are just beautiful. Mm, twist on them is yeah. just so nice. Soft, squishy, just, oh, delightful to hold in your yeah. hand. And you don't know what you're going to do with them. Uh, I want to make a, a two-coloured shawl. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure, maybe an Ashton Lane, uh, oh, by All yeah. Print Panda. Yeah. Um, I've coveted that pattern for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not 100% sure on that one, so any pattern recommendations would be... Uh-huh. would be uh, well received um, and I got a little pack of freebies which had some buttons in and uh, a wee, yeah, wee um, tapestry needle in mine so what did you pick up Thea? Um, well like Pip I also picked up the exclusive sock yarn because um, it's just so nice and then I'd actually been to Ginger Twists on the Monday before I caught sight of another scene on the Monday when I was there before um, and it was again the swell you sock, and it was a nice bright blue and pink um, yarn, and it was called Pegasus. So as soon as I saw that, I was in there and I grabbed that. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I picked up. I was actually very good on the yarn crawl. I bought those two skeins and nothing else. 
Stuck to budget. Yeah, I don't know if I should be proud of that or not. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, looking on Instagram and Twitter, everyone else's hauls, I'm so jealous. But alas, I am a student on a budget, <laughs> which is why I'm drinking nonsense like this breezy stuff. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's why I picked up a Ginger Twist. Um, we should probably also mention that the lovely Claire Divine was there signing some of her new sock books. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, we didn't have the chance to really chat to Claire, but. If you guys have seen the new sock book, it is amazing. It's um, beautiful. It's got so many lovely patterns in it, so I think I have that possibly entering my rad library at some point in the near Ooh, future. <laughs> the sock book has bitten me. Claire's patterns are fantastic. Well, I know Amanda was super excited to yeah. get her signed. Um, Amanda picked up a copy of the book and had it signed as well. Um, and then she started knitting the socks when we got on the train home. Yes, um, straight away. <laughs> so I'm very jealous, and I feel that I should probably get hold of the book and knit some socks as well. <laughs> So, after we'd had a wee um, look around Jess's, we then hopped over to Marchmont and Be Inspired. Yes. Um, neither of us had actually been to Be Inspired before, but it, again, everyone in Edinburgh is so lucky because they've got these amazing yarn shops and Be Inspired. Oh my god, no. Oh my goodness. Just. It was. Amazing. So good. Um, it was like being surrounded by luxury. Just, it felt like you were in a warm hug of just amazing yarns mm. in strange and wonderful kind of fibers yeah. so um they had um this gorgeous yarn by lotus yarns which was mink oh that's so lovely and we saw we'd seen a tesserae yeah um in the mink and it's like a cloud it's so light but it's the softest thing they also had um some interesting japanese yarns ito ito not 100% sure on the pronunciation yeah, sorry about that apologies if we like butcher pronunciation um, but, but I mean they had yarn made of paper and things like that it was just it was so interesting mm. um, they also have you know Mad Tosh Fiber Spates Malabrigo Richard de Frazy, just so many oh. amazing and exciting yarns and uh, yeah. that's where I picked up my crazy Zorba <laughs> and I was very impressed because yeah. I was wearing my oils jumper which I finished a couple of weeks ago and um, the the lady at the May. cash register, May. Yeah, May. She it. literally took a glance at my jumper and identified the exact yarn that I'd made it out of straight away. And I was, it was amazing. A I was chill. just like, wow. Yeah, it was. <coughs> it was so good. I I just loved. It. I wanted to buy absolutely everything, but unfortunately by that point I was already over budget. <laughs> so. No, it was an absolutely lovely shop, and I definitely want to go back. Definitely. Um, and May was just so lovely. And one thing that we all commented on when we went is how nice the shop smells. Yes. I know that's perhaps an odd thing to say, because obviously yarn shops don't smell bad, but it just smells like potpourri and... And lavender. And lavender. And it was beautiful. Like, you just step through the door, and you just get like this wash of it as you come in, and it's just so nice. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, lovely. I think my vote would be more potpourri in yarn shops. Um, um, so yeah, after... Um, We'd visited Be Inspired, we then hopped it over to Kathy's Knit. Yes, which is quite close to um, to Ginger Twist. Yeah. It's maybe about a mile down the road, I'd say. Yeah, maybe. it's not far. It's probably about yeah. a 20-minute walk. If um, and Kathy's was lovely. It's a basement shop. Mm-hmm. And as you come down the stairs, mm. you just see this beautiful bright light coming from mm. the, the window. And it's got Kathy's knitted yeah. up um, in the window. And it's yeah. just lovely. And it's very, very light. 
it's huge as well they've got um, yeah um you know they've got their main shop floor and then they've also got a classroom which looks lovely yeah i would well be up for doing some classes there yeah. if i wasn't in glasgow all the time um yeah and the wonderful kirsten was in the classroom and she had a wee trunk show mm-hmm. um so she was showing off all of her designs and patterns which was absolutely fantastic to see them in the flesh and i got a wee picture as well so i'll stick that up on the blog when we get it um but yeah if you guys are looking for patterns we can definitely recommend kirsten especially the tesla show yes um being a bit obsessive, I've done two, half one, half circle and a full circle, and they are so much fun. Oh, they're gorgeous as well. Yeah. Um, Kirsten's done one in Ginger's hand-dyed, and it's in the natural gold lining and girl on fire colours, mm-hmm. and it's just so stunning. Yeah. It's like a massive cape, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it was really lovely to see um, Kirsten and all of her designs set out mm-hmm. in the classroom. So the cool thing about Kathy's knits is that they stock all British. Mm-hmm um so eden cottage they've got some easy knit and people were very excited because they had easy knit sushi rolls mm, i still want to use um, some of those but i really want them because they look so much fun to knit with yeah uh jameson smith and uh, new lanark it was just it was just lovely it was just lovely to be yeah. surrounded by yarn that you knew was sourced in you know britain um mm. and and british controlled yeah. territories it was just lovely yeah i mean personally as a yorkshire child i, I cannot you know knock the whole eden cottage thing i love the bit of yarn from yorkshire um <laughs> Unfortunately, I was already well over budget, so I picked up yeah. a few cable needles and some T-pins, which I was desperately in need mm. of. But it was, you know, it was lovely to um, see the shop. It was lovely to know that everything in there was British. And uh, coincidentally, we did meet uh, the lovely Louise Scully of Knit British yes. there. Um, it was really nice to get to, to have a wee chat with her. Um, she's absolutely lovely. And I just had a great fun. They just they just had so many gorgeous samples up. Yes. Um, it was lovely to see the trunk show and. Yeah, I think another highlight was seeing um Lucy Hague's shawls, the Celtic mm-hmm. cables. Um, gorgeous. That's definitely a book that I also plan on saving up for. Everything in there is just so stunning. You can't beat seeing the samples in the flesh. I think. Yeah. Um, I I one day one day I will conquer one of those shawls. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. one day. One day I'll maybe tell you that I've cast it on and then two years later I'll still be knitting it. So we'll see. <laughs> two years later, that's terrible. I am pretty bad at that though. I did just finish a granny square today that I cast on in December 2013. So Okay, that's fun. Yeah. I, I tend to put things down. Fair. Or work slowly and have ten yeah. whips all at once. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> one day. So, yeah, once we had traipsed around all of these yarn shops, we were all thoroughly exhausted and also thoroughly hungry. Yeah. So we clambered up the road from Kathy's Knits and discovered a place called Burger Meats Bun. Yes. Now, this one really confuses me, because as far as I'm aware, in Glasgow we have Bread Meats Bread. Yes. We also apparently have a Burger Meats Bun as well. But I don't know. Obviously, I'm shocked into near speechlessness, but it confuses me. I don't understand why there are so many of these burger places and why Glasgow has them, and I couldn't work out for the life of me if it was related to the Edinburgh one or not. And that was my minor stress of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, food-related minor stress of the day. Excellent. Well, that, and I think it confused me, because obviously it was meat spelled M-E-A-T-F, and that's how both of the Glasgow places are spelled, and I'm just kind of like, so bread meets bread, burger meat, I don't understand. I think the burger meets bun, uh, the the burgers meets bun, whatever you say it as. Yeah. Uh, the, the one in Edinburgh and the one in Glasgow are the same company. Yeah. I don't know if the bread meets bread is... But, like, in terms of the name thing, I feel that bread meets bread works better than burger meets bun. Mm. Because, obviously, you've got bread, 
and then you've got meat, and then you've got bread again, and that is a burger, and that makes sense to me. I'm not gonna lie, it took me a while to but figure that out. Then when you I first have saw it. burger meat bun, and in my mind, like the meat and the burger from that thing are separate entities. Mm. At which point you haven't got any bread on the top of your burger. Mm. And I don't know. I think I think I'm just traumatized by the lack of symmetry in that one. <laughs> On the plus side, though, the food was amazing. Yes, it was. I had just the regular burger with chips. Um, um, I had um, a smoking burger of some kind. I don't know. It had bacon in it, and it was delicious. Oh, the smoky pig, I think it's called, or something no, like that. No, that was the um, pulled pork one. Ah, uh, yes. There was a pulled pork one. Uh, there was also a chicken one called Hot Chick. Yeah. So, of course, the waiter asked, uh, us a table of five women who was the hot chick and yeah. we all had to restrain ourselves I'm so witty but so it was witty. Oh, absolutely we are the wittiest people oh no I'm talking about the waiter oh yeah good point clearly doesn't use that joke ever <laughs> um, so nah, but, it was lovely bless him yeah and the food was yeah. just gorgeous yeah I mean in all fairness to them I am mocking them and I am marginally confused by their name but their staff service was brilliant yeah um, the service was great they seated us straight away they got us drinks in about five minutes and then no sooner we placed the order like we were being delivered our food it was yes it was wonderful pretty good and we I'd love to talk to you like in detail about taste but we all pretty much inhaled our food yes we were all just like oh, nom 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 yeah, you, think, you think that we hadn't eaten for weeks at that stage put so much yeah. love into your yarn shopping that really by the time you get to lunch you're famished yes. so you do eat a lot in a yeah. very short space of time it is actually surprising how much like you know i'm shopping and smushing can take out of you absolutely um, it is an olympic sport i mean people that aren't knitters that are potentially listening to this will be listening to me going you're absolutely not okay as if you take any meat out i'd say it's, it's my highest calorie burner thing is though you have to run around the entire shop and squish everything uh-huh and the thing is most knitters like that i know certainly we're not really logical beings so we won't no. move around the shop in logical fashion we'll look at one wall then suddenly something will sparkle on the other side of the shop at which point you have to run all the way over there of course oh look a color over there oh look that color over yeah. there <gasps> yeah um it's like being children on um smarties or something blue smarties yes yes i was banned from eating blue smarties <laughs> that does not surprise me um so yeah, like yarn shopping, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a sport, but there is an art to it. There is, there is, and that art is to be as ridiculous and random as possible. Yeah, like restraint, restraint is not for knitters. Yes, which is why we went from one yarn shop to the furthest away yarn shop, yeah. back to the yarn, back to another yarn shop, yeah. really close to the first one. That is because we are logical. Absolutely. Well, let's go with that. Following the art, <laughs> which is to be as scatterbrained and slapdash yeah. as you possibly can. But, yeah. <laughs> and still come out with pretty squishy things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, that was our day at the Indiebury Yarn Crawl. We unfortunately couldn't stay for drinks or the sock parties that no, night, no. and we couldn't make it on the Sunday either. But overall, I'd say it was a fantastic trip. So Definitely. It was amazing. So, a massive thank you to everyone who organised that. We had an absolutely wonderful time. Yes. And it was great to meet so many other knitters and yes. other people. As someone who had not really been around the Edinburgh knitting community, um, because I don't really get a chance to go over very often, it was really nice to meet everyone. Everyone was so lovely. Mm. Had a great time talking to one another about all of our um, like FOs that we were wearing. Um, yarn spotting, you know... Um, it was just it was just lovely it's just a great sense of community mm. um everyone was just fantastic um you know they didn't judge that i was wearing a sweater made of acrylic <laughs> which was nice 
There is a place for acrylic. <laughs> there is, there is. So, um, it was lovely yarn. It was Hayfield, um, it was a Hayfield Chunky with Wool, yes. which, which is a lovely yarn. And I hope um, Ben's stitch definition on it is fabulous. Yes. Um, and it was just, it was just an, an absolutely lovely day. Yes. Um, and then it became the best day ever. Yeah, so, Pip, why don't you tell the lovely listeners why this was the best day ever? So, um, when I got home, or when we got back to Glasgow, yeah. Amanda had been telling us about how she had a surplus spinning wheel, and, you know, she kind of, she, she was looking for someone to take it off of her hat, out of her hands, and, well, I've been daydreaming about having a spinning wheel for a very long time, but I've never really been able to afford one, so... I kind of came home with a spinning wheel. Yes. Um, the look on her fiance's face was priceless. Yeah. He was he was angry at first, and then Sia backed me up and was like, yeah. she got it for free. It was free. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And now he's been playing with it. <laughs> now he's obsessed. Now he's like, ooh, look at it. If I press the treadle wheel, it does that. And I'm just like, really? Really? It all comes out now, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, so thank you so much to the absolutely lovely Amanda. Um, once I have passed on from absolutely being a beginner mm-hmm. um, and I can afford to get myself another spinning wheel, this will go and find itself a new home for free with someone who, you know, needs it for a beginner spinner. And um, I think the intention is for it to become a travelling spinning wheel that teaches people the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be really exciting. I'm going to write a poem and put it on it and stuff and eventually donate it one day. When it can serve someone else better than myself. Good plan. Very noble. Very noble. Absolutely. So, yeah, that is Edinburgh Yarn, or uh, Indieborough Yarn Crawl 2015 was like the best day ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of our main review today, um, because that was the exciting thing that has happened in our lives. Yep. In the future, we're going to do other things as well. So we will look at books, patterns, yarn notions you name it yeah um to say that we're opinionated would be a bit of an understatement um and yeah with any luck we'll make it across to the next thing for a yarn pop so we're totally going to be winners of guys uh but seriously pretty please 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 um and next time i will promise that i'll have a bigger budget oh god i promise the yarn i I promise the yarn gods Please. Oh, you've got that recorded now as well now. Oh no. Um, what have I done? Yeah, we'll also try and make it to the festivals as well for Edinburgh Yarn Festival, mm-hmm. um, which we're also very much looking forward to. Absolutely. And yeah, if anyone listening has an idea of something else we can review, we will happily take requests. Yes, if there is anyone else still listening. <laughs> and I should say within reason. Yes, we are unfortunately on budgets. Um, well, not even that. Like, this is a knitting podcast, so I'm not going to review, you know, pepperoni pizza from Domino's. Well, good, yeah, good point, good or, point. you know, a particular sock from Primark. Um, also, if you have any suggestions for um, booze, we are always, <laughs> always happy to oblige. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you also maybe want to recommend patterns or yarns or things yeah. like that for us to review, um, that would be great. We do have a few things in our yeah, stash already um, that we're going to review over the coming podcasts. Yep. Um, but, you know, we can always do with knowing what yarn to buy in the future. So You mean basically you want the lovely people out of explanation? Absolutely. We shall, not, we shall not refer to them as listeners. We shall refer to them as enablers. So that I can, I can turn around to my fiancé and be like, well, they told me I needed to buy it. 
absolutely. So this cannot possibly go wrong. No way. But yeah, there you go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that you did enjoy listening. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for putting up with us. Absolutely. And I hope that you will tune in for the next one. Yeah. Um, and probably a Twitter and a blog to follow soon. And I'll update the end of this blog with, or, sorry, the end of this podcast um, with the details of that once we've got them all set up. Yes. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Lovely to meet you all. Bye. Goodbye. You can find us on Twitter at Tipsy Knits. And you can also find us on WordPress at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com. Hope to see you there. Thanks very much for listening.